Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Retired College Athletes Podcast, a podcast designed to inspire and inform the next generation of female college athletes. I'm your host, Sydney Umeri, and today is a solo cast. That means we won't have a guest on, it's just me, and we'll be recapping the last four episodes and diving into a specific topic, which today's topic is advice for athletes heading into college. With that said, we're going to go ahead and hop in. guys. To recap our last four episodes, we've had some awesome guests on. I'm going to start off with episode 36 with Kelsey Murray. This one is titled Injury and Eligibility, and we dive into those specific topics. Kelsey battled an injury while she was in college and her eligibility was affected, but she was able to find a way around it. And so if you are an athlete who is curious about how to get your year of eligibility back, or even just the ruling on eligibility once you get injured and what a redshirt year could look like for you, that is a great episode to go check out. In episode 37, we heard from Marissa Bayer, and that episode is entitled Advice for the Not Highly Recruited. Marissa was not highly recruited out of high school, and yet she still ended up at a D1 university. So for any of you guys who are recruits that may be a little discouraged or just not sure how it's going to pan out for you, that is an awesome episode to go listen to, just to kind of be reassured that there's still an opportunity for you to not only go to college and play the sport that you love, but you could even possibly get a D1 scholarship and not be highly recruited. In episode 38, we heard from Callie Paddock on silent injuries. Callie went through a lot throughout her athletic career. She dealt with concussions, orthorexia, and amenorrhea, which are all things that many women go through, but they're not necessarily things that you can see that are affecting the athlete or the person in general. And so we dove into a lot of those topics, and it was a really great episode. And then finally, in episode 39, which was on facing your struggles, it was with Mackenzie St. Ange of The Sideline Perspective. And we dove into her whole story. She talked about a lot of the struggles that she faced in college, whether it was just wanting to be lean and athletic, but also kind of teetering the line of an eating disorder or disordered eating, or even just kind of seeking out mental health help uh, when she dealt with a lot of life circumstances changing. She actually lost one of her really good friends while she was in college. And that's something that's really hard to go through. The unfortunate thing is while you're in college, life does not stop and hard circumstances still do come. And so she sought out help to kind of work through the mental gymnastics that comes with kind of just dealing with life during that time. We also dove into how she played two sports in college. She played hockey and rugby, not necessarily at the same time, but she was able to play both during her four years of eligibility. And so we dove into that and how she was able to make that transition. With that said, all four of these episodes were awesome. I really enjoyed talking to each one of these ladies, and I hope you take the time to go check them out if you haven't already. All right. So now for today's topic, which this is a fun one because I actually got these questions from you guys. Two people that are a part of our community have reached out about just circumstances around freshmen heading into college for their sport. The first one I got from one of our listeners, Muffy. She is a parent of a child who is heading into college, but ultimately one of her friend's daughters is heading into college to play her sport and the coach has taken a new job. So that means that she has signed the national letter of intent, but the coach that recruited her moved on to another job. This is so frustrating because the recruiting process is hard enough. You spend a lot of time going back and forth with coaches, trying to figure out the best fit, not only just like the school, but also making sure that the program works for you. And often that means that 
you need to make sure that the coaches also work for you. And to have your coach leave before you even get there is so, so hard. She was wondering kind of what the next steps could be. Does she need to transfer? Uh, does she, cause should she stay? All of these things. And those are all really good and important questions to be asking yourself. My advice in this situation, if any of you guys are going through something similar, is you need to sit down with that coach as soon as possible. I think it's really important to get to know them and get to know them quickly. It's kind of like you have to go through an expedited recruiting process, but I think oftentimes in the recruiting process, us as athletes are trying to make the coaches like us. This is an, this is an opportunity where you need to make sure that you like that coach. For the most part, they will need to honor your scholarship. So I don't think it's necessarily a question of like, are they going to keep me or not? It's whether you want to stay or not. So you need to sit down with that coach and kind of understand their coaching style, understand what their goal is for the program, and really sit and dissect and make sure that it's all lining up. You know, oftentimes it can get really sales pitchy, and it is on us as athletes to kind of see through all of that. And that is so hard. But there are so many ways that you can put yourself in the best position to succeed in this situation. And I think one way is to go look at the program that they came from. Go see the girls that were there, look at the number of transfers that they had, even reach out to a few girls that used to play under that coach and kind of gain as much insight that you can in a short period of time. I think ultimately having those conversations, whether it's sitting down in person or over the phone on top of your research is going to be huge because ultimately you don't know what you don't know and they are the people who have the answers. And so really just, again, going through an expedited recruiting process, it's so frustrating considering you just did it, but making sure that this will be a good fit for you. You could transfer. You could absolutely transfer. But I think the hard thing with that is right now there aren't penalties for transferring. So you could stay a year and figure out if this coach is going to work for you, or you could transfer and go to a new coach. Ultimately, I think you're kind of in the same boat. You're going to be walking into a program with a coach that you haven't played under before. So I think just doing the due diligence of making sure that this coach is someone who you can play under and you would feel comfortable doing so is huge because if you enter into the transfer portal, you are ultimately going to be doing the same thing, but with other coaches. And so I think giving this coach an opportunity to kind of sell themselves to you and making sure that this is a good fit is going to be huge. Another question that we got from our community is from Savin. She reached out. She is heading into her first year of college. She will be playing field hockey at St. Louis University. And she just wanted to kind of get some advice on the transition into college as a student athlete. I have prepared a list of five things freshmen should look to do heading into their freshman year. I know it can kind of be overwhelming. It's something that you've never done before, but I think that these five steps would be helpful. This is These are not the only things that you should be doing. These are not even necessarily the most important, and these are just my opinion. So take them as what you will, but I think looking back on my career, these are the things that I wish I knew heading into my freshman year and that I could prioritize for myself. So in no particular order, I'm gonna walk you through this list of five. The first one is establish routines, that work for you as soon as you can. This is so important. I think the hard thing is your freshman year, everything is new. And so you kind of are all over the place. And for the most part, I think if your program is doing it right, they will kind of put you on a routine. But I think it's important to establish routines for yourself that aren't centered around your sport. You will have to go to practice. You will have to go to lift. You'll probably need to go to study hall, all of those things. And those times will be set for you. But I think it's important to set routines that have nothing to do with any of that. Um, I know I talked with some of my friends monthly. I would call my parents daily. I would do laundry once a week and it was 
on a specific day because that was our off day. All of those things are super important. And I think by setting like maybe a calendar reminder or just setting a routine of when you're going to do it, it really takes the pressure off of, oh, I have so many things to do outside of my sport and I don't know when I'm going to get them done. Number two, figure out your priorities. I think this one and the first one go hand in hand, but priorities are so important. Everything can't be the most important thing. And so I choose those things very wisely. When you try and make everything a priority, it feels like your life is a fire drill and you're just running from thing to thing. So if your sport is going to be your highest priority, which I say that as like if, because sometimes when you're in college as a student athlete, it's not the most important thing, surprisingly to some people. It's not. And so if that is going to be something that you are going to hold as a high priority in your life, I think it's important to figure out the times that you're going to be working out that aren't necessarily team led. And so if you want to, for example, if you're playing basketball and you want to get extra shots up, prioritizing that time to get in the gym more. If school is your biggest priority, making sure that you're in contact with your professors, finding study groups that will be helpful to you, finding a location that you can study well at, your social life. If that is going to be the priority, then let it be that. But if it's not, if it's not your top priority, then make sure that it holds the place that it's supposed to. Make sure that's not cutting into the things that you have said are your top priority. Number three, make friends outside of your sport. This to me is super important. I know in the panel series that we had, it's currently on YouTube if you haven't checked it out. One of the panelists, Katie Melhorn, mentioned that only your teammates really get it. And that is so true. When you are frustrated with conditioning, when you're frustrated with your performance, when things aren't going well for you with your sport, your teammates are the only ones that get that because they are right there with you. But I do think it's super important to have friends outside of your sport because it puts things in perspective. I remember when I'd be really frustrated with my performance or just practice in general, I would go hang out with my friends that didn't play sport. And it was kind of like, it's almost like you're like, oh, wow, my sport isn't the end all be all. I would go hang out with them and they're like, oh, like, how are things going? And like, you know, I'm like, oh, I don't really want to talk about basketball. And they're like, okay, fine. Like, we can talk about this. Like, this is what's going on in my world. And it's so nice to kind of talk to people who aren't wrapped up in your sport or aren't wrapped up in sports in general. That's not the biggest thing in their life. And it helps you just realize like, okay, I should have hobbies outside of my sport. I am more than just my sport, all of those things. And so I think that's super helpful. They keep you grounded, especially if you can find great ones who respect the fact that you're an athlete and definitely want to support you in that, but also know that like you are so much more than just your sport. Number four, get familiar with resources on campus. This one is huge. I wish I did this earlier. You hear about it often when you're in the recruiting process where they're like, oh, we have a nutritionist or a dietitian. We have a sports psychologist or a counselor, all that stuff. And that those are things that you will need. I think it's really important to just get familiar with those resources and seek them out before you need them. So go and introduce yourself to the dietitian or nutritionist. Go introduce yourself to a sports psychologist. Sit down with them for one session and just kind of introduce yourself, have the baseline, and maybe set up regular visits here and there, maybe once a month or uh, bi-weekly if you find that necessary. But I think building those relationships early is so beneficial because when things do get hard, you don't want to start having to find those resources then and building up from scratch. It's one of those things where you don't wait for your gas to run out in your car before you fill it up again. You fill it up before you need that done. And so it's kind of also like maintenance on a car. You don't wait for your car to fall apart before you work to maintain it. You're just trying to maintain it at what it is. And so I think that is a great way to just look out for yourself. And I think your future self will thank you for that. 
And number five, don't feel like you have to have it all figured out. Freshman year can be a whirlwind. I loved my freshman year, but I think sometimes you feel the need to be perfect. Maybe that's just me. I know I had an episode on perfection and maybe you guys can identify with this as well, but you want to be good at your sport. You want to have good grades. You want to have a good social life. And those things come with time. I think, for example, even just like with friendships, it takes some time, at least for me, to build a friendship. And so even with my teammates, after my freshman year, we all got a lot closer, the ones that were still there, because now, you know, you kind of know each other. Like you've been through a season together. You know what you're going to get. You figure out who these people actually are. But that took a year. So it didn't all happen in my freshman year. Academics. As a freshman, you don't necessarily have to have your major figured out. And there shouldn't be too, too much pressure around that. I mean, I went into school as pre-med and I did not finish with a pre-med degree. I actually went the journalism route. And so that just goes to show. And then finally, with your sport, I think if you just go in with a learning mentality, you will do just fine. I know some of you guys are so talented and can go into your programs and make a difference in the program right away. You can lead the team, you can leave your mark, and that is awesome. And if you are capable of that, and that's something you want to do, definitely go and strive for that. But I think it's really good to hamper your expectations sometimes and give yourself grace. I think that's even more so what it is in tampering your expectations. Giving yourself grace to learn and not know it all. Specifically with your sport, I know for me, I was really hard on myself about my sport and being good my freshman year. And it was just so stressful and it didn't have to be. And so if I can give this knowledge to you guys to help make it less stressful, that is definitely my goal. All right, guys, that is all I have for today. If you have questions, if you want to reach out and chat with me, there are so many ways to do that. My DMs are always open, so feel free to DM me on Instagram. But also a quicker way to get a response from me is to text me. My number is going to be in the description box below. Go check it out. Shoot me a text and I cannot wait to chat with you. I've been chatting with a lot of you guys recently and it has been so fun. And so if you just want to chat about anything, I am always available. If you would like to get more involved in this community, feel free to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. All of that information is in the description box below. And if you love this podcast, if you find it to be valuable and useful with good information, you can support it by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing it. That is the quickest way to help this podcast grow. And I want to make sure it gets to the ears of people who need it most. With that said, guys, I hope you have a wonderful week and we will get back to our normal interviews next week. Have a good one.